Welcome back to the Tower Hill Podcast with Pat and Mike. On this week's episode, we discuss goal setting and how to set your calendar to help work towards your goal each and every week. Hey, good morning, brother. Hey, man. Good morning. How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. So what I wanted to talk about this morning is goal setting, especially this time of year. You know, it's a a great topic. Lots of people are talking about New Year's resolutions. So I guess in the past, the past couple of years, I've had a mindset shift on, on how to set goals and how to follow up on achieving those goals. Mm. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of my goals for this year, and then I'd love to frame it out for our audience in taking some of what, some of what you've taught me about goal setting and giving them actionable ideas to work on their own goals. Cool. Um, audience? Yeah. Actually, people are listening to this. It's crazy. I know. Maybe like five. Maybe like five okay. people are listening to it. That's, that's okay. Um, one is your mom. Perfect. Who's also my mom. So that's like... Yeah. It's, yeah. Exactly. Um, so one of my goals this year, just for instance, and this is not this is not an overarching goal, but one of my goals this year is to work on the Kilner Group's and Tower Hill's web presence mm-hmm. and really making our presence online into something that is really impactful and really valuable to to our past clients, to new agents, to a couple different audiences, but but better than it is now. Yeah. So I love to it, that's very abstract. So how do you go from the abstract like I I want this to happen. You know, I I want this someday to be better. So how do you go from that to all right, here's my here's my plan. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I, I think great goals start with great vision, right? So you have this vision for what you want this thing to look like at some point in the future. And great goals become time bound. So we know when they're going to happen by. They become attainable. They take shape. Um, they, they usually are trackable. Begin to see the steps necessary to get there. Mm-hmm. And so great goals also, though, you know, I think people play with this idea of, I want to set really attainable goals, right? And frankly, for for most people that are trying to do big things, something that is really very well within reach probably won't push them hard enough Mm. and probably won't actually impact their calendar. It won't actually cause them to have to plan around something in order to make it happen. So I love the example of, like, you've got the farmer out in the field, you know, the harvest is ready and he's got to go out there and, and bring everything in. Well, the goal is pretty clear. I need to get as much of what's in the field into my barn stored so I can sell it in a very short period of time, right? Say, mm-hmm. say, it's, a, say it's a week. So I've got to make that happen. Otherwise, all the work that I've done up to this point is, is, is for naught. A goal that big actually causes him to change the way that he looks at his day, right? So one of the big tests is, is your goal big enough such that it, it causes you to alter the rest of your life for it, right? Hmm. And and I think oftentimes people set goals that they go, I can fit this in. Now, is that going to be something that that is life-changing, that is, that is professionally going to put you on a journey that changes the way that you can impact people? Probably not. So big goals and the beauty of annual goals is over 365 days, over 52 weeks, you can set goals that can actually move the needle for an industry, for big companies, for your personal growth, for those around you as well. 
And so that's the challenge is can you take what you want to do online, what you want it to look like and all this, mm-hmm. the vision for that, and concretize it in something that that's attainable, that is good, but that's going to push you and excite you enough to actually conform the rest of your ca- calendar to it. Okay, so, so yeah, that's interesting because I think a lot of us, like you were saying, try and we take goals or resolutions or things like that, and we see where there are gaps in our time or during our day, and then we just fit in those extra activities. Yeah, I think it's it's attractive to people in, in one sense. It's attractive to me to think like, well, if I have these time gaps, I can just make myself busier, and then I'll achieve more. Sure, it's just grasp for straws, and and you can you can slowly but surely get to where you want to go that way. The problem with most of those types of goals is those goals set, I mean, it's, it's actually been statistically proven, 93% of the goals that are set going into the new year, your New Year's resolutions, mm. die by the 15th of January. 93%, right? Yikes. Empirically, this has been studied. And so that's a, that's a scary statistic. Most of those goals are, uh, you know, I got these new running shoes. I'm going to fit it into my schedule versus I'm going to run this marathon. That goal is going to change the way that my schedule looks. It's like it's going to it's going to change the way I hydrate myself. It's going to change the way that I eat breakfast. It's going to change when I wake up in the morning. It's going to change the focus that I'm going to have with my family because I know that I'm going to have to spend this extra time doing this. It's going to change the way in which I approach the rest of my work. So that's what what I'm talking about in terms of goals big enough to move the needle on your on your calendar, on your daily plan, on your weekly plan, on your monthly plan. Hmm. I guess it's interesting because a life without goals is is kind of a I don't know, I'm getting, getting really big picture, but a life without goals seems to be like it would be pretty boring. Oh, because yeah. you could you could go through your life doing a lot of motions and keeping yourself busy and distracted, but nothing will ever really cause change. Yeah. Kinda. Well, and it's a series of failing forward, right? Fail forward, get up, do it again, keep fighting forward, keep your legs moving. It's it's an issue of perseverance for most folks. Um, and what I think people believe is that, well, I've got enough perseverance today to go ahead and achieve this goal. So I really don't have to plan, really don't have to put it into into written form. I really don't have to keep it in front of me regularly. I just, I, I have enough perseverance. I've, I've arrived. And perseverance is really something that is is the fuel to the system that allows you to get to where you need to go, mm. right? It is not the vehicle itself. And so people will say, well, I, I'm just really pumped up about this, so I'm gonna start this thing. We're really good at starting. Right. Very few people are really good at finishing. That's what that statistic right. is. Very good. We're, we're great at big picture. Think about, you know, and then 7% of us actually finish. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Well, up until January 15th. Exactly. And I so, wonder what the statistic <laughs> is at the end of the year. Yeah. Exactly. So, all right, let's talk brass tacks then. How do you go from you know, a vision and excitement and energy around an idea, a goal, you know, a new business, a new personal best time, a new goal for your family life. Mm-hmm. How does that go from excitement, energy, vision to the vehicle? What's the vehicle? What does that look like? Yeah, so there, there's a few things that we definitely know and you know what we practice here within our brand new company and in our, in our companies up till now has been, you gotta write it down. When you write something down, you have a 50% greater likelihood 
of actually achieving it. So written goals always trump non-written goals. Second, keeping those goals present in front of you regularly um, in a place where you're going to be able, you're, you're going to have to see them. I know folks who've put their goals, you know, in the, in the same place they're going to be every day, brushing their teeth, working out. I've got my list of goals in front of my rowing machine because I spend a little bit of time every day on the rowing machine just to get me going in the morning and they're right there. I can't avoid them. Laminate them, put them on your desk, put them into your notebook, put them onto a bookmark, whatever you need to do to keep them in front of you. So written goals, first of all, and then the goals that you can't avoid, they're sticky, they're in front of you all the time. But I would venture to say that goals that are present in your life, the more the more times, the more touch points that those goals have on your life, the the more they're going to be present to you, the more they'll just become part of your being, your 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 daily routine. And this goes for everything. You can you can apply this to your to your physical life, your spiritual life, whatever. <clears throat> but those goals have to be very present to you and written. Hmm. So those are the first things. And we we implement different plans. You know, we've got weekly plans, we've got mindset plans. That, that we work with folks, as you know, here, you, you, you give those to me once a week. Right. And that's, that sort of leads me to my next step is not only are you looking at them regularly, you're manipulating them. So on a weekly basis, you're taking those big goals, those weekly goals, those, those annual goals rather, and you're synthesizing them into weekly goals. How can I move the ball today, now, you, this week? What are, what are my goals? How do I implement those into my life? So taking that Boiling them down to the one, two, three things you can do this week, those big rocks, as they say, to get this across the finish line. And that exercise in and of itself is going to help enormously. Final thing I'd say is taking those and putting them into your calendar, time blocking them and and staying on top of them. What's tremendously helpful, and I know that this has worked great for me over the years with different coaches, when when I'm accountable to somebody else, when I say, here... I'm going to send you my goals before we even meet, right? Just the mere act of sending somebody else those goals. Here's my weekly plan to, to execute on these. You know the big picture. Here's exactly what I'm going to do now. That mere act actually causes those goals to happen. More than having to tell somebody in person about it or over the phone about it. For me, it's, it's, I've, I've had to sit down, dedicate time to writing this out and getting to it. It takes five minutes. When do you do it? When, typically. when do you do it? Right. But when? Sorry. When do you do it? Oh, when do I do it? Um, mine is Sunday night. That's I, I know that if I let Monday morning roll around and I haven't planned out my week, it's it's not going to be nearly as productive. Yeah. That's when. That's what works well for me. You know, after dinner, kids go down. You know, you take half an hour. You synthesize. You know, your the big plan for the week. You look at your Jeep. You know your goals, your priorities to, to hit those. You you do a mindset check. You're really understanding where your head is, you know, how you feeling. Are you feeling lethargic? What do you need to do to, to shake that off before the week begins? And and then how are you gonna execute on these things? Right. So yeah. and so and then I and then I send them. I send them out to important people in my life who who frankly don't need to necessarily weigh in on them. But that mere act of sending them to somebody who's important to you and who you respect is just tremendous. And uh, that's been one of the things I, I started doing this year more religiously, and it's 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 moved the needle for me in huge ways. Yeah, and I said, I mean, you actually send me your goals, Yeah. and I love getting them because it helps to helps me to understand what your mindset is and figure out how how my goals might be able to help you with yours. Yeah. So I just want to, I wanted to quickly recap because you covered a lot. 
so you, you take the take your annual goals and those annual goals then have to boil down into weekly goals. Yep. Those weekly goals have to be written down. Yeah. The, all the goals have to be written down. All the goals have to yeah. be written down. So weekly goals, it for you and for me as well, I found that it's very helpful to have it have those goals set before the work week starts. Absolutely. And then having an accountability person. All day long. Whether it's a coach or a peer or simply someone who you you respect a lot. Yeah. So that's awesome. I feel like that's that's very concrete. If someone was looking for more resources on this, on implementing their annual goals on a weekly basis and then having that those goals change their calendar and change the way that they approach every day, do you have any suggestions for things that they should read or articles yeah, that I mean, they go to? There's just a ton of great stuff out there. As a team, we've we've read a lot of stuff on on goal setting and, and planning, getting strategic. I like actually the book that you have there in in your in your bag uh, right now. Scale, peaking out, scaling up, scaling up, right? yeah. By Vern Harnish, they've done a tremendous job at, at putting one page business plans in front of people, really helping people think through the strategies. It reads like a textbook. On steroids, it's really great. I yeah. I really like it. You can. It's smaller than a textbook. At it least. is. Yeah. And yeah. but it's insofar <laughs> as it's easy to, to reference stuff. Yeah. It yeah, really yeah. helps you get strategic about goals. So I, I'd say if you were going to pick up one, these guys wrote the uh, the Rockefeller Habits probably seven years ago, and this is the update to that book. So really like scaling up. Yeah. Um, no, I'll put the uh, I'll put the info for this in the podcast notes. Yeah. Below. So yeah, I'd say start there. And then we've got, you know, we've got shelves in here of, of books that, that depending on what the person's struggle is, you know, uh, how to, how to help them is, is really just uh, a couple chapters away to getting that right, that right mindset. Yeah. I mean, and I love the, having the mindset, uh, it, it really has definitely changed my approach to reading the past couple of years is that you read to be coached by the minds of the people who authored these books, Absolutely. right? So you read to be in a relationship with these folks who otherwise you don't have access to. So totally. it's kind of, when you think about that, whether whether you're reading fiction or a business book or a biography, mm-hmm. you're just, you're getting into the mind of the author and in the case of biography, into the mind of the subject. Totally. It's really, it does change your outlook. You're like, this is actually my learning time. This is my class time is by reading this book and, you know, having... Having that purpose behind it, it it definitely changes your approach to it. Yep. No, it's it's you would pay to get in front of these guys. You know, Vern Harnish. You probably pay, you know, fifteen dollars a minute for their time. Right. You spend fifteen dollars for the book. Yeah. Um, and you get everything. You get all their best stuff right in one place, and you can reference it again, and you can get it. You know, you want to spend a little bit more. You know, get it on Audible. And, and listen yeah, to it, right? Exactly. Um, to review it. So just really, you know, reading is, yeah, they say um, all leaders are, are readers, right? Not all readers become leaders, but it, <laughs> because it depends on what you read, right? Right, exactly. But but it is, it is fundamental to leadership that you read and you read great stuff. So awesome. when it comes to business, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's one of my favorites. Great. Well, thanks, Pat. I got a, actually a couple of different ideas from this just in talking about it, but I uh, really appreciate you spending the time. Absolutely, man. It's always a pleasure. All right. I'll see you. Right. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Tower Hill Podcast. Subscribe to our SoundCloud or iTunes for more episodes and visit our website, towerhillrealty.com for blog posts 
and more information on our company.